Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Hey there, I'm Kyle Trigstad, politics editor for Bloomberg Government. And I'm Greg Giroux, senior elections reporter for Bloomberg Government. Check out our podcast, Down Ballot Counts. Each week, Greg and I will be breaking down all of those down ballot elections that make up the fight for the U.S. Congress. Listen and subscribe to Down Ballot Counts from Bloomberg Government wherever you get your podcasts. Oil prices are super low, so who still wants to drill for oil? Today on Parse for Billion, we hear about the folks who are not only willing, but eager to put a big straw in the ground and start sucking. And listener, let me tell you, these are some odd folks. Hello, and welcome back yet again to Parts Per Billion, the environmental podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm your host, David Schultz. So in my mind, the biggest environmental story of this year so far was the post-pandemic price collapse in the global energy market. Now, you could make an argument that the biggest story was actually wildfires, and honestly, you might be right. But for me, low energy prices just affected so many other things, many of which we've already talked about on this very podcast. I just feel like it's been a theme that's run through nearly every news story I've seen lately. So imagine my surprise when I opened up Bloomberg Law and saw a story about how the amount of federal land in Nevada that's been opened up for oil drilling has been skyrocketing. And to make this story stranger, Nevada is not known for having a lot of oil. So who are these people who are eager to drill for oil in a place that may not have oil at a time when oil prices are super low? Well, they're called wildcatters, and they're an interesting group of folks. Bloomberg Law's Bobby McGill wrote that story about drilling in Nevada, and he talked about why they're doing what they're doing and what the environmental consequences of this might be. But first, Bobby explained to us exactly what wildcatting actually is. So basically, wildcatting is exploring for oil in areas where oil is not proven to exist. So, you know, wildcatting is is essential to oil exploration because you find new oil reserves, new oil deposits um, by wildcatting. And sometimes someone who's who's exploring for oil in unproven areas, um, you know, they may be wasting their money. They may not, uh, they may not know, um, anything's there and they may not find anything, but other times they might find something big and strike it rich. Yeah. High risk, high reward. It sounds like, um, I was really surprised by your story because, you know, one thing that we've talked about a lot on this podcast over the course of the year is how low, uh, energy prices are and how low fossil fuel prices are after, or as a result of the the pandemic. But your story makes it seem like, you know, these federal government leases that allow people to to explore for oil on federal lands 
are being snatched up really fast. What's going on there? Why is the demand for these leases still pretty healthy? Well, first of all, it's it's important to put this into context. Um, you know, leasing sort of peaked a number of years ago. I mean, at the end of the Bush administration, there was a lot more leasing in Nevada um, going on than there is today. Um, but it's it's still going on. I mean, a lot of acreage has has um, has been leased in in Nevada. Uh, you know, during the Trump administration, um, and also, you know, in the years prior to that, uh, but it, it's it's sort of declined a bit. But the thing is, the thing to remember is that leasing is still going on right now because leaseholders have the right to drill those federal leases for ten years, and, and so if they can start to develop that lease uh, prior to the, you know, ten year expiration, they they can they can still make a profit because the you know oil prices can can increase again. And, um, you know, who knows five years from now, oil could be a hundred dollars a barrel. And, uh, that's, that makes sense. And actually I was going to say that it sounds like they're, um, you know, hoping that oil prices get back to normal. But then I realized, I don't think there really is a normal for oil prices. Like there's no, it's so volatile and it's changed so much over like 40 years that what even is normal for, for this kind of thing. But that's what they're they're banking on the oil prices will recover i guess to what they used to be it's it's possible i mean and, and they don't really even have to recover that much um you know some of the uh some of the wildcatters i talk to are not i mean these are not big companies necessarily who who are you know as they say poking around in in nevada these are these are small time oil developers who are drilling a few wells and um and they they want to make a a little bit of money. I, I focused on Nevada because this is this is a state that d- doesn't have a lot of oil production at all. It's next to New York in in volume of oil produced, and uh, which is not much. It's almost it's very close to zero. So so let's let's talk about some of these people who think that you know Nevada will become the next Texas or the next Oklahoma. You talked to a few of them. They're an interesting bunch. Um, one person claimed that he had an MRI in the sky that can help him find oil in Nevada. The other one uh, described herself as a oil driller slash poet. Um, who are these people who are you know looking for oil in in Nevada? Well, you know it's it's a variety of folks. I mean, there are several who um, who have done this for a long time. Who are these people who? you know, have the, have the wherewithal and the, um, money to go and, and drill a few wells and produce a little bit of oil and make, make a little bit of money. Um, some are, uh, a bit more optimistic and they have, um, you know, they, they have unproven technology. And part of this is that back in the eighties, uh, Nevada actually had the, uh, an oil well that produced more oil um, than any other onshore oil well in the country. But the thing is that the geology of, of Nevada is really complicated. And um, the thinking is that, you know, the, these high producing wells, the few that there are or have been, are really just tapping like these really small pockets of oil and they, they produce for a little while and then they, they dry up. And so this guy with the MRI in the sky, it's a satellite technology. He claims to have found, um, Lots and lots of oil there, and uh, but you know that hasn't been corroborated by anybody else. It's it's proprietary technology with pro- proprietary data. You just have to take his word for it. And um, you know, one one of the geologists I talked to called this black box technology. It's not a rare thing. People go out and they 
you know, they sort of try their special technology and it, it, it may not work and chances are it won't. Um, but you can't say it will never work because sometimes it does. And it sounds like, you know, based on what it costs to get one of these leases on federal land in Nevada, the risk isn't that high necessarily. The cost of leases is low, not because of the price of oil necessarily, but because of, there's just not a lot of competition for the leases. So these, you know, the leasing process is competitive. And if there's a lot of competition for a, for a lease, you know, you'll see those, the, you'll, you'll it, it's an auction. People, you know, there's a, a, a bidding war can happen. And, you know, in places like Wyoming, you see, uh, uh, leases go for occasionally hundred dollar hundreds of dollars per acre, um, but in Nevada that's that's rare, um, and most of, of the parcels there go for like two dollars an acre. So anybody with a with a couple thousand bucks can you know buy up a lease, and um, you know they have the drilling rights for ten years. We're going to take a quick break now, but when we come back, we're going to talk about why BLM, that's the Bureau of Land Management, not the other BLM, is doing what it's doing and about whether a new president in the White House could change course. Stay with us. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart that means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business, demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Let's talk about the environmental consequences of this, because, uh, you know, I get the sense from your story that the smaller drillers, the maybe, you know, the wildcatters don't necessarily have the kind of record of following environmental laws and regulations that the larger drillers do. The Exxons, the Chevrons, I mean, they have their own environmental issues, but these smaller drillers seem like they're they're they might be cutting a lot of corners when it comes to environmental regulations. Can you can you talk about that? Well, it's I mean, first of all, it's, it it varies from company to company um, and from driller to driller. Uh, but, you know, the guy with the MRI in the sky, um, you know, he's run into some environmental issues himself. Um, you know, it sounds like it's, you know, Western oil exploration is a pretty small company and, uh, you know, they may not have the expertise that, um, you know, the Exxons and Noble Energies of the world might have. Um, you know, he, he, ha he ran into some permitting problems and some, basically he violated the terms of his lease, federal lease, and ran into some uh, environmental issues at both the state and county levels. And, um, you know, last I talked to him, he, he claimed that he was in the process of resolving that. So back at the end of July, there were some dust issues and there were some, um, there was some, uh, there was a road issue. There were some various other uh, environmental compliance issues that 
that violated the terms of his oil and gas lease in, in Nevada and uh, federal oil and gas lease, to be clear. Um, and so the Bureau of Land Management uh, required him to essentially shut down the drilling operation and shut in the well. Um, as of uh, last week, I believe that was um, the, the, the well was still uh, shut in and the BLM had not allowed him to to start drilling again. Um, so finally, though, let's talk about the future here. Um, and, you know, of course, every story that we do now has to end with what would happen under a potential Biden administration. Um, do you see this changing? Because you noted in your story that there was a lot of activity on oil and gas leasing under the George W. Bush administration. It really dropped off under the Obama administration, picked back up under Trump. So it seems like this is something that really depends on who is in the White House or which party is in control of the presidency. Is this is that the case or is this something that a potential future Biden administration might not be able to change? Well, the thing about Nevada is that, um, you know, it's 80 percent federal. So, I mean, it's a giant state in the West and the federal government uh, has domain over most of it. Um, and so, you know, federal energy policy and climate policy, for that matter, affects how uh, oil and gas is developed in, well, across the West, but, you know, especially Nevada. But, you know, the thing is that there's not a lot that's going on. Um, if Biden, if he's elected and, um, you know, and he decides that, you know, for climate reasons, um, leasing on federal land needs to stop, uh, that would affect what's going on in Nevada right now. That's it for today's episode of Parts Per Billion. If you want more environmental news, check out our website, news.bloombergenvironment.com. That website, once again, is news.bloombergenvironment.com. Today's episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself and Josh Block. Parts Per Billion was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. Music for today's episode is A Message by Jazar and Feel That Beat by Tom Hillock and Nicholas Boscovich. They were used under a Creative Commons license. See you next week. The killers of Berta Caceres had every reason to believe they'd get away with murder. Her work as an environmental activist won her the admiration of celebrities in California, politicians in Washington, and the indigenous communities she worked alongside in Honduras. It also earned her powerful enemies. On a new podcast from Bloomberg Green, Blood River follows a four-year quest to find Berta Caceres's killers. Join journalist Monty Real and the team from Bloomberg Green as they untangle false leads and mishandled evidence, taking listeners deep into a sector of international development that's marked by high-level corruption and rampant violence. Blood River debuts Monday, July 27th on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.